Hey guys and gals, how are you doing today? Today is April 9th, 2020, and we are coming live from my basement, Bobby's Garage, and Joe's Kitchen with our second Supernova Training podcast. Um, guys, how are you doing today? Good, man. How are you? Doing good. Joe, how are you? I'm doing all right. I'm good. You know, before we get this going into the topic that we're going to discuss today, Joe, have you watched Shawshank Redemption yet? No. No, I have not. Just a little uh, history, guys and gals that are listening. Joe is 23, and we are trying to teach him some history on just movies during this quarantine time. And so we are highly suggesting any movies that you might hear, uh, want Joe to watch, please post it. And we will get, make sure that he watches it. He finally watched American History X the other night. And I finally got Bobby to watch Shawshank Redemption. So they're a little bit younger. We're trying to teach them the ways of what good movies really are. Do you have anything you want to add to that, Joseph? Um, American History X is brutal. <laughs> uh, absolutely brutal. Um, and then you, you had me watch Bad Boys 1 and 2. That was... I enjoyed both of those a lot. So There you go. All right. Well, we got off subject a little bit, but it actually is going to dri uh, drive us right into where I want to go today is being quarantined. Um, obviously, we started this podcast talking about movies and stuff, but really, as an athlete in supernova training, it doesn't matter on a competitive side or on your everyday athlete. We still have roughly 23 athletes that are getting programming from all three of us, and we're able to still help and get them towards their goals, depending on equipment, depending on space and all that other stuff. So I'll start off with Bobby. Bobby, with your athletes that you're programming with, what kind of struggles are you seeing with them facing this weird time that we're all being quarantined, at least technically in the state of Virginia until June 10th? Wow. Yeah. We're seeing a lot of uh, lack of, not, I don't say motivation, but um, I think people want to train and I think they still remember what they're training for, but I do think it's different. Even if you're doing different programming, um, you know, being at the gym and doing it when there's other people around is more fun than doing it in your basement by yourself. Yeah, I could agree with you there. I mean, as somebody that currently is struggling with my programming just because of some injuries, it is definitely harder to have motivation but i think as a group we've done a really good job of trying to keep everybody that we program for more on the positive joe are you seeing uh people having the struggles being quarantined in either the equipment side or training partner side um yeah absolutely a little bit of both more so on the kind of motivation uh mindset side just not having that kind of competitive environment that um that group environment that we see in the gym, I think, I think people are struggling a lot with that. Yeah. I can tell you one thing. I know when I was training a lot to be on the competitive side, there were a lot of days that I personally were doing things by myself and it was a mental struggle to sit there and say, Hey, if I want to get to X level, I got to keep going and doing this when no one's looking right. It's that old added, uh, you know, it's not what you do on the field or on the court or whatever it may be. It's, you know, all the hard work that you do uh, behind the door, uh, behind closed doors. So, Bobby, what are you seeing? Um, what are you telling people on how to stay motivated during this quarantine? So for some, we've had to reset goals completely because they've, you know, they were training towards a competition that may have been canceled. But uh, 
really setting mini goals and trying to have mini wins throughout the week. Yeah. Yeah. Can you give me an example of maybe a mini win or a mini goal that you've given one of your clients? Yeah. Um, a lot of it's sometimes it's not even around fitness. We're, we're trying to say, Hey, we're, let's try to get seven hours of sleep tonight, or let's try to hit your macros today. Um, wins like that. And then sometimes I'm giving them challenges, whether it's a hero workout, something to look forward to, or a FaceTime partner workout, or challenges within one workout where they have to go unbroken on certain pieces, just to kind of keep them mentally stimulated through training. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And now, you know, I know in the last episode, we talked Joe in a sense of not only does he train at a competitive, almost games CrossFit level, and, and going towards that as a goal for himself, but Joe, for yourself, how are you staying motivated? And also, how are you stay, uh, keeping your clients motivated on the programming that you're giving? Um, the two of them kind of go hand in hand. So the same motivation that I'm trying to use for myself, I'm also trying to give to my clients um, in that, you know, this is temporary. This is not going to last forever. Um, and when we come out the other side, you know, those competitions are going to be there. Those those events. Um, those goals that we have are still going to be there. So, you know, just staying the course and, and knowing that when this ends, you're still going to have those goals and um, you're still going to have those opportunities. So keeping, keeping the eye on the prize there. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, it's funny, it's talking about short-term goals, even talking about how this is challenging for everybody. Um, I'll go on in a weird one step in a different direction. Do you guys know this or not, but in the state of Virginia, alcohol sales are up 30%. And as of yesterday, April 8th, the governor is allowing now to sell uh, cocktails to go to help drive um, the economy a little bit. I've talked to some clients or I've talked to other athletes who are struggling with the fact like, you know, they work out and then maybe three, four o'clock. It's kind of like, okay, now what? Hmm, I'll have a drink or two. So there's a lot of different struggles with this quarantine time. And I'm not sure, Bobby or Joe, if you guys are seeing anything on the alcohol or food intake level, but it's it's definitely taking a toll on some people in that way. Have you guys seen anything like that? Yeah, I uh, I have seen some of that and people lacking structure, therefore resorting to eating or drinking more. So I'm trying to help them build structure with that. So we're trying to time our training sessions, time our meals, time our sleep to keep as much normalcy as possible. And I think that's going to help. I mean, those temptations are going to be there if we're around the house a little more. But if we can structure our day and tell ourselves that we have to go to bed by this time or we have to wake up at this time, we can keep that bit of normalcy in our lives that we get in a non-quarantined world oh you took me right into the section that i wanted to go next and and we'll let joe pick (laughs) it off so you used a keyword that i have written down here but structure joe what are tips that you're doing on uh giving your clients on the structure and how to be disciplined and on top of that what about you i mean you're a young guy you like to work out a lot uh what's your structure are you still doing tinder or or bumblebee or whatever the hell you're talking about um i do not have a tinder or bumble but um in terms of in terms of structure 
um, the one thing that I'm really pushing with myself and both my clients is, is really to just maintain rhythm. So before we went into all this, everybody kind of had their own, their own natural rhythm. You train at the same time, you go to work at the same time. So, um, for myself and for my clients, just trying to maintain that, right. Keeping your body on, on its natural clock. Cool. Cool. Do you give a, like a, uh, a time structure for everybody? Like, Hey, be up by six 30 by eight o'clock. We're doing a, B and C. Is it like that? Or is it just having more of a rhythm based for your day? Uh, more so just rhythm based based. Yeah. I really, um, I don't give daily time hacks for things. Um, just because people's days can fluctuate. Um, so I don't want to add any stress if they can't make those time hacks, but, um, just trying to maintain as close as possible that daily rhythm. That's awesome. I'm glad you don't have such a, sometimes people have an obtuse view of it and I'm glad you don't have that. Bobby, how about you? I see what you did there. You like what I did um, there? Cause I thought <laughs> I could work it in there at some point. Little Shawshank, uh, reference. Yeah, it totally depends on the person. I've had a few people that are extremely disciplined and will wake up at 6am and continue to hit their training. I've had others that will get it in no matter what and their days fluctuate, but I have had a few that have requested help in structuring their day a little bit and um you know, it the needs of the athlete differ based on where they're at in their training and where they're at in their life. Yeah, I mean, I think that's you're hitting the nail on the head right there. If nothing else is where they're at in their life. So for instance, for myself, I have an alarm that goes off at 6.09 every morning. I get up, I take the dogs out, I pour a cup of coffee, and not a lot of people know this, but I go for a drive. And I just drive around. It's maybe anywhere between 30 and 45 minutes, and then I come home. Kids are normally up by then, and we start doing breakfast and whatnot. And that's my structure. After that... For me, it's like, all right, I'm feeling it. I need to get a workout in. Or no, I'm going to go and do this. Or no, it's time to do some more studies for the kids or, or whatever it may be. So it really does depend on where people are in their lives. Um, and it can be a half structure. It can be a full structure day. It could just be kind of how you feel. So it's really interesting. I do have a question for both of you. With this quarantine going on, and as of right now, I mean, only being April 9th, and this is technically supposed to go until June 10th, do you see or do you believe that once, I'll say that the the quarantine is lifted, do you see your clients getting back to what they used to do, or do you think that they're going to have new new pathways when it comes to how they get their training in? Joe, I'll let you kick that one off. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think, um, honestly, when we get back to, or when the quarantine is lifted, when we're back to our, our regular lives, I think people are going to go back to their old ways um, in that, you know, they're going to have to go back to work. They're going to have to be there at certain times. Um, and they're going to have to redirect themselves back to that old rhythm that they were in. So I do think there's going to be a shift back to that old pattern. Cool. How about you, Bob? I think... A lot of people are developing a lot of mental strength right now by training by themselves. And I think I'm going to throw a shout out to Estelle Peterson. She's been training by herself in her basement setup and has been absolutely crushing it. She's set at least five quarantine PRs so far. It's been un uh, unintentional PRs and EMOMs and stuff. It's just been 
really cool to watch. So I think her mental toughness is like, hey, I can train by myself and I can really push through this. I think that's going to be the big takeaway. So maybe she's more comfortable training by herself in the future. And if she's in a time crunch and she needs to do something at the house, um, I think she's going to be more comfortable doing that. But I think people are going to want to train with others, obviously, when we get the the access to gyms back, like Joe was saying. Yeah, I think I think you both are semi right. I, I mean, not to disagree, but I think what's going to happen is that there is going to be so much of an adjustment that there's just going to have to be new ways to getting things in. Right. It, it could turn into more online presence where you're you're doing personal training more through a FaceTime or a Zoom or whatever it may be to there's just going to be people affected by it where they refuse to go out in public right now. And there's just going to be a lot of adjustment. I think that you're going to see a group of people go right back to what it used to be. I also think you're going to see a group of people that are going to want more of a online type mentality. And then I think you're going to see people not really sure and they might drop off. So, you know, obviously we need to continue to move forward and be able to offer as much variety as possible. And I think you guys do an amazing job with that. Um, with all that being said, I know we briefly touched about this on alcohol and food, but are you, are you Bobby seeing clients, um, on the food side of it? You know, for me, I'll, I'll be the first one to say, Hey, I'll go grab a, a an Oreo real quick. Cause I want one, but are you seeing your clients fall into the, the different vices of what they can eat? Is that, is that an issue that your clients are seeing? Yeah, and it's the ones with kids that seem to be having the harder problems because fucking the, kids, man. I, I know, right? <laughs> um, I'll find that here. Find out that uh, soon enough, I guess. But I guess you know the kids' snacks. They've got the little, I don't know, juice boxes and oh. and the fun. Yo, man, I had lunchbox snacks. Some Doritos the other day. No lie. Cool Ranch. Uh, no, just nacho. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, any any ranch dressing on stuff yet, Ryan? No, not yet. I haven't turned the fat Ryan moves yet. <laughs> but yeah, the the ones with the kids are are uh, having more temptation around the house, I think. But there's less access to fast food, and I think people are still ordering takeout, supporting small businesses, and that's fantastic. But we're not out and about. It's not Northern Virginia pace anymore, where we're driving and we got ten minutes, so we got to swing by Chick Fil A or wherever you're going. So I think a lot of people are really eating clean. Mighty meals has been a great option for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. but those that do have the temptation in their house are uh, succumbing to that a little bit. So um, I'm trying to help them out by, you know, changing their mindset when they go to the grocery store um, and, you know, have the option to buy it or not buy it. Cause that's, that's really where it starts. If you, if you let it into the house, that that could be the problem, you know? Right. So I'm going to jump over to Joe real quick. And, and just for our listeners, I know Joe, he has a very interesting way of food, right? He only buys what he's going to eat for like the next two days. And then he goes to the grocery store again and then again and then again and again. Well, Joe, you, I mean, you technically can do that, but I don't think you are. So how's it working for you? And then how about your clients as well? Yeah, so um, I will generally, the way that I, I do my own food, I'll buy food for about three days. Um, I'll meal prep it for those three days. And 
um, when it's time to meal prep again, I'll go back to the store and get it and then, you know, repeat the process. Um, for me, what's changed now is I'll usually do one, one grocery store run, buy food for, you know, two weeks maybe, and then put it in the freezer. So I'll buy chicken breast, freeze it, and then just thaw it out before I'm, I'm getting ready to meal prep again. Um, with my athletes, we've worked a lot on um, working on meal prepping now or using services like Mighty Meals to make sure that we have meals um, that are going to be, you know, macro friendly or on a whole food diet so we can avoid those snacks. We have that easy access. Um, but, you know, we're also avoiding all that processed food and getting um, those quality nutrients in. So, a big thing that we've worked on is meal prepping. Um, and so far all my athletes have been, have been very good about that. Cool. Cool. I like it. Um, you know, one thing that I've noticed and that I wanted to talk about is, you know, people not, just kind of being sedentary and not, you know, their activity levels dropping. I personally, and in my household, we have seen the activity levels actually go up, you know, more walks, more workouts, um, more outside yard work and things like that. Are you, Joe, seeing that from your clients, or are you seeing them drop off a little bit on the amount of movement that they're getting? Um, it's actually stayed about the same. Um, most of my athletes have, have you know, desk jobs day to day, so they're not used to getting tons of movement throughout the day beyond what they're getting in the gym. Um, so that hasn't changed drastically yet. Um, if anything, though, we've seen somewhat of an increase in activity. Um, actually, as they've been around the house, you know, they can get up a little bit more, play with the kids for an hour here or there, or um, go for a walk throughout the day as opposed to sitting at the desk in the office all day. Right. How about you, Bobby? Yeah, there's been a few folks that have just been stuck on meetings nonstop, whether it's Zoom or phone call meetings. So I've, again, with the schedule and the timing, going back to have people set reminders in their phone or on a watch just for them to stand up and move. Um, because the beauty in this is we don't have to have people sitting in their cars for two hours in DC traffic or at a desk for eight hours. Like you, you might be able to have the opportunity to stand up, to walk around and your hips and back are going to thank you for that. So trying to have people take advantage of that. Yeah. You bring up an interesting point and this is probably the last one that I want to talk about is you said that people aren't sitting in their cars for two hours to, to go to and fro from work. Right. And I had a conversation with, with my wife and some friends the other day. What do you think people are going to miss about the quarantine? Everybody knows what they don't like about the quarantine where they can't go anywhere and they feel stuck at home. And, but now, I mean, we're going on maybe day 28, 29, um, starting to become more, you're starting to become more adjusted. Like for me, I think it's going to be the fact that like, okay, I have my kids here. If we wanted to go for a walk, we can go for a walk. If we want to do our studies right now, we can do our studies. If I want to train my son, I can train my son. And there's no from 6.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. for him, school in the middle, work for us. Work still happens for us guys and gals, but it's very – there's a lot of adjusting that can happen. So are you guys seeing, or you think, what do you think people are going to miss the most about the quarantine? I mean, I know commute's going to be nice, especially in DC, but from a, from a personal aspect, I think people are going to miss that family time. 
that that extra little bit is going somewhere and it seems like a lot of people are spending that time with their significant others or their kids but from a training standpoint i think it's giving a lot of people an opportunity to train without comparing themselves yeah so i think when you go back into the gym you subconsciously compare yourself to somebody even if they're not doing the same programming or the same workout so they're able to focus on themselves right now. And I think that'll be blurred when we get back. It's funny that you say that because I did a workout with my son yesterday and mine was rowing and swimming. His was farmer's carry, hang power, cleans, and push-ups. And he got in front of me and he's like, come on, old man, you got to catch up. And I looked down and I said, we're not even doing the same workout, dude. <laughs> what are you talking shit for? So how about you, Joe? Um, I completely agree with Bobby on, you know, I think – People are not going to miss the – or they are going to miss not commuting. Um, but I think they're also kind of going to miss some of that family time. And that – that for some people, that flexibility in their schedule or that, that ability to adjust the day based on um, how they feel, you know. Some people might wake up not feel like training in the morning, so they'll push it to the afternoons, whereas, you know, if they're back on their regular schedule – you wake up at five and you got to be at work at eight. You have to train in the morning, whether you feel like it or not. So I think people are going to kind of miss that, that flexibility that they may have right now. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, I think you're going to get more people that as much as they might've bitched and moaned about it at the beginning, I think you're going to get more people that miss it versus the people are like excited to go back to what it may be. Right. You'll still have those, extrovert type people that are like, Hey, as soon as they lift it, I'm going to every grocery store and everywhere else, but we'll see what happens. Um, so like I said, in the first episode, I like to end things more on a light level and not be so direct when it comes to CrossFit or training or anything like that. So I'll just ask you guys a simple question. We'll start with Joe. What are you going to miss most about the quarantine? Um, that's a good question. I think, <laughs> um, you know, I don't think I'm going to miss much. I like being out of the house. I like being at the gym all day. Um, I think I'm going to miss sleeping until seven though. Right now I usually, um, when I, when we're in the gym, I usually get up about five thirty um, to make it to the gym by about six thirty, six forty five to coach that seven. Um, unless, you know, I'm coaching earlier, but you know, now I've been sleeping till about seven. So I'm getting a little bit more sleep now. So I think, I think that's what I'll miss. Yep. All I need you to do is set that alarm for like 6.30 and it'll it'll shift just a little bit for you, bud. Yep. How about you, Bob? Uh, Yeah, so my wife's 31 weeks pregnant now, so we've been spending a lot of time together uh, before um, our son's born. So that's been really, really nice to do that. So I'm definitely going to miss that. What about you, Ryan? Me? Um, I, I think it's, it's, it's what I said is getting up going for a drive into different parts of Loudon and Ashburn and thinking that I know the area and I really don't and just finding different things and then coming home and being able to have a cup of coffee on the front porch and, and make breakfast for the kids. Other than that, um, I mean, you guys know me, I, I got to keep moving. So it's, uh, it's, it's, that's my biggest challenge right now. But um, well, guys and gals, I want to thank you for listening joe bobby another great conversation and we will get back to you guys in about a week or so peace